0: been in a relationship with like, oh, well, technically he didn't tell them to do that. I'm like, what type of, do we need the, the the president to literally say, I want you guys to storm in and break the Capitol to hold him accountable. He's the president of the, can we have at least the level that we would expect, uh, the level of accountability that we would hold a shift supervisor at a Foot Locker? Can we hold the president to that level at least yeah. like, is that, can we do that please?
1: hello everybody welcome back to three black men i am rob i'm trey i'm sam what's happening (laughs) happening? (laughs) (laughs) you know exactly what's happening (laughs) exactly (laughs) and yeah hallelujah so we wanted to have this special pod (laughs) to discuss the recent events of the past year i mean week <laughs> um of 2021 I see what you did there it, truly um and uh specifically the events that happened in around the Capitol building and so here we are so my first Ooh. question I know yeah it's a lot so we wanted to take a minute to exhale breathe and talk with one another and um bring you into our own wrestlings. So my first question for us is, what did you think about uh, the events that happened on Wednesday was, right? Yeah, yeah. Wednesday seems about right. Yeah, so what were your initial thoughts as you saw people storming the Capitol building? Uh, Give it to us.
0: My initial thought, I was, I was, I was, I was looking for a black person in the crowd. And I was relieved when I didn't see one anytime soon. Like it was, it was, it was, it was a <laughs> long while like scrolling through the internet, the Twitter feed before we seen like a couple of black people peppered into the crowd. And I was like, Whoo, that that sound relief right there. You know, like anytime you know that that thing you when do when you're in jump off, yeah. You're like, ooh, was it? Oh yes, yeah, it
1: was a nice person. Yeah, it's
0: <laughs> And then I thought I was before, the only one that did that. <laughs> Absolutely not, bro. That's that's in that's in the DNA. And 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 if, if you didn't know that black people do that, like now you know. And black people are not a monolith, but all I'm saying is most of black people I know, like we have that moment. Yeah, uh,
2: <laughs> and we was all mad at the DC sniper.
0: Yes, yeah, oh, true. Yeah, oh man. Oh, tell yeah, me about that. That's like, a topic for Virginia. a different day. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. <laughs> sorry
1: go ahead. But but yeah,
0: I remember like the longer I went without finding that black person, the funnier it became to me. Cause I felt like I got to, like it it, it didn't the seriousness of the situation didn't really resonate with me for honestly a couple days like i knew it was a big deal but like the historical implications and stuff didn't happen until like my my like history hobby started kicking in but like honestly to me it was just so it was funny at a point like what are y'all planning on doing like what are you what do you what are you there what do you think is about to happen like you're just about to scare them into making donald trump president and that part made me laugh because i'm like we've been in these streets for like since 2014 at least trying to get them to stop killing black people and that ain't work so well, how y'all think y'all about to take a whole presidency <laughs> right <laughs> that, was, that was that was initial for me That that was where i started out at that's not where i'm at right now all the way it's still kind of funny to me in parts but but initially <laughs> that, that, that that's that's where i was yeah
1: yeah i'll go next uh so for me when i saw it <sighs> If I'm honest, it was comical at first because as I saw the things unfolding, I I just truly did not think that the Capitol building could be breached. So- and it's not I, just me, okay. Truly, yeah, truly. Yeah, so I, I saw a bunch of salty people mad about the 2020 election. So for me, I was thinking, whew, white supremacy going white supremacy. So, and uh, but as uh, I saw things unfolding, I, it went from comedy to horror really quickly. And uh, for me, it was, it was scary. I I think, and we can talk about this in a minute. This is what I expected from the trump presidency by the end Um, Mm. but it was one thing to see it unfolding in real time seeing the danger of white supremacy um lived out unfolding but these are the things that we've been talking about so my initial thought was comedy then horror then i cannot believe they in the building i mean they and on the comedic note did, did we see uh Peter Parker's in the play scaling the building? Man, I mean, are we scaling buildings <laughs> right next to the stairs, though. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> we are scaling, Ooh. oh man, like, I why would know you... white supremacy gives superpowers? I was we scaling
0: buildings. Hey, you seen the one with the dude who failed, like, why he was scaling the joint, and they put the Mario music through the <laughs> <laughs> and when,
1: <laughs> when they, when they said, Oh no. Oh father. So anyway, so that was that was me. That was my initial thoughts. Samuel, what about you?
2: Um so for me, it hit me uh, a bit different. Um I mean when I first heard about it before I saw anything, I I didn't know what to expect. It's like, oh people, you know, I see it saw it trended on Twitter, and then I started seeing videos, and the very first video that I saw was like just people pushing past breaking in windows to open the door and all I could think was and um, I mean if you search my Twitter feed and it's public information you'll find out uh, I'm a convicted felon and so for me all I could think was is when when you thought I did something like even after even after I'd already paid my debt to society and I and I'll do a video on patreon, Um, to give context. Uh, But uh, to that, but even in when you thought I did something, you had no problem with blocking off traffic and taking me to jail. But these folks went home, right? They went back to their hotels. They hung out in the lobby, like drinking coffee, like nothing, right? Uh, Walking out with mail. That's a federal offense, you can't steal mail. You can't do that. Taking people's personal property or federal property, and they go home to their mom's basement to wherever, right? Running, running their, running their, uh, their their businesses or uh, whatever. Yeah. But somebody that looks like me, you have no problem stopping them, detaining them, and Khalif Browning them. And if you don't know who Khalif Browner is, he sat in jail for a long time just for accusations. Three years he sat. Couldn't bond out. He got out and eventually he committed suicide because it was too much for him to take.
1: Yeah,
2: The abuse he suffered, the mental abuse. And see, it's more so I'm upset because you had no problem mentally abusing me for something that you just thought I did right you just wanted to clear your desk and was like you know what we know him we seen him before Mm. but these folks you watched them with with your own eyes you have cell phones you probably use social media you see this and y'all do nothing Mm. nothing so for me initially i see all of that and i'm like so the only people above the law are white people and so the knee-jerk reaction for me was don't hate white people it ain't yeah. all their fault so i had to i had to talk that out i really had to talk that out do a lot of praying and
0: and and, and, and seek some professional help on that one
1: no that's real
0: yeah, that's really real. That's really real, because even when you talked about like the only people being above the law, like one of the as I started thinking through this and the historical implications and everything um, the, the sociological implications, I was thinking about the concept of um, Kelly Brown Douglas talks about it in a book called Stand Your Ground. um. And 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 uh she talks about whiteness being this cherished property where everywhere white people are, they view it like it is their right to be there. And it was so interesting to see all these people holding Blue Lives Matter flags, ordering the police around, like it was their personal security, like no, nah, you need to move because I want to be in here. Um, and, and that that was that was weird. Like I tried not to make it a race thing off real, but it was inevitable. <laughs> like it, yeah. it, it was yeah, like, you couldn't help it like it. my, my yeah. dad. Real quick, um, I'm sorry, real quick. My, no, my dad,
2: 20, 25 years, he was he was a, a deputy right here in Florida. And one of the things he told me, you know, it was about um physical movement and not, you know, not being aggressive physically. And when I saw a video of them literally punching the glass behind the police, the police are standing in front of them and they're punching the glass around the police. That's a that's that's physical movement towards them right? Even though, and then I saw them grab some hands and like try to grab them by the arm and like move, move. And I'm like, you're physically touching them. So now it's like all of these federal, like all of these charges are piling up and the police eventually just stepped aside. What yeah. is that?
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> it was absolutely insane. And I think to what you guys are saying, it was impossible not to see the racial implications and to not make it about race because one, there were, there was Um, a set of gallows and a noose erected on uh, the Capitol proper. With a sign
2: that said, this is art.
1: Yes. And then you had the one guy who had the Camp Auschwitz uh, shirt on. Mm. And you saw the Confederate flag uh, walking through the chambers, and then you, you heard a star spangled banner being sung as they were breaking in the glass. So you would have to be a fool to not notice that the America that they are fighting for, isn't one that would would have kumbaya and handholding for black people. Um, You notice the race of 99% of the people breaking in the building you noticed uh, black arts getting beat down. So, so yes, I, th- I think anyone who would say, why does this have to be about race? Literally just is not, <laughs> I mean, they're not looking at what's going on. Um, yeah. 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 So, so I agree with you. Uh, and that I have a question with that is. So now, We talked about what our initial thoughts were and we talked about this racial piece, so that kind of segues to what have you thought about since that day, what has been kind of sitting with you over the past couple days, Um, and it can be anything, what have you been thinking about praying about.
0: Yeah, um, I always feel like I end up jumping on these questions first, but you know, <laughs> it's okay. Like nah, you good, man. It's okay, good.
1: Pastor Troy. Let's go, <laughs> Trey. <laughs> right.
2: It's hard to follow <laughs> you sometimes. But go
0: ahead, man. <laughs> right. it's, it's, it's what I've been sitting around because I, I mentioned eventually. Like I'm, uh, I wasn't a history major or nothing yet. I, I might, I might go get a degree in that eventually. But um, let's I'm, go. A, yeah, eventually. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm a history buff potentially, uh, or particularly in American history, like fanatic, I love reading about like civil war reconstruction, all that stuff, Mm -hmm. sometimes up to like the civil rights movement and everything. Um, But seeing patterns and things like that, and especially me growing up in Richmond, Virginia, the capital of the Confederacy, I am acutely aware of the fact that these Confederate flags we see flying around are the banners of losers who lost a war 150 years ago
2: that's right a that's regime
0: right. that lasted four years that's it four years four years four years um and you got to be a monumental loser to be holding a grudge that long right Oof. and i don't see that I don't, I don't mean that to be like harsh like this is this is actually describing She's what false. happened nah
2: yeah. I say that <laughs> and and
0: and i'm thinking about the fact that coming out of that like resounding defeat, the humiliation that all of these people felt, right? Like the former Confederates, people who went to war thinking they were fighting for their states and all of that stuff. Um, the, the anger that they felt as the federal government came was like, no, you need to restructure some things. And that's when uh, you started seeing the first black people from the South going to Congress during reconstruction and things of that nature. And the moment that ended, with rutherford b hayes election right the compromise that that allowed him to get the electoral votes to become president around 1870 uh, i forget exactly what year 77 i think Mm -hmm. but that's when reconstruction ends and you see the birth of jim crow (laughs) you see the resurgence of of clan violence all during this time and everything and how all of these people so mad that they lost that they cannot have their way that that People who they disagree with uh seem to have won the day. Um, the anger that they felt ended up being taken out on black people. And I say all of that, I provide all of that context because a few like months ago, I talked about the fact that I don't think that we're gonna see these Trump flags go away. I think just like we saw uh see Confederate flags flying, even though it's not the flag of the nation. That was a battle flag. That's not even what the Confederate flag, country flag looked like. It, it, it's not what it looked like. But I right. I we still see those flags flying for a regime that lasted for four years. Trump was in office for four years. I don't think those flags are going away because first of all, political candidate flags aren't a thing. That's very uniquely Trump-like phenomenon. And that's something that, that people view as an identifier about what they stand for and what they represent. Like They like the flag for that reason. I was like, I don't think those are going away because the Confederate flag and the Trump flag actually communicate the same exact message for the most part. Um, and somebody was like, no, I think I think you're wrong. I think you're exaggerating about that. Trey." And I was like, no, nah, I don't think so. This is a few months ago. And now I'm looking at it like, oh, snap, these people are taked off. So where my mom went to after stuff, stop being funny. Well, not stop being funny because it's still funny to me. But like <laughs> after, after I started processing, it's like, what are these people going to do and who are they going to do it to? Mm because last time it literally took the protection of federal troops to keep black people from getting slaughtered in the streets at night. Um. (laughs) Oh, Now are we heading back there? Is history about to repeat itself? That, that that's that's where things went for me as I started like reflecting on this. And you talk about what I had to pray through. Um, it was a moment where I I, I had to go into my prayer closet and pray for like a national reckoning and pray to all of these people who who seem to have been waking up in the wake of these George Floyd and uh Breonna Taylor and the Mont Arbery murders uh last year. All those people. I, I need you to be about what you said you've been about, and all this learning and all this reconstruct uh reconstructing you're doing. And I need you to be about that in this moment because that, that what happened at the Capitol is not an isolated incident. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, oh,
1: yeah, no, I agree with you. I think for me, I was hurt. I think the next day I woke up, I think I posted on Twitter uh, that my soul hurt and I wasn't expecting that. And mm-hmm. I cried a majority of the morning and um, which in and of itself isn't unusual. I I cried for a multitude of reasons. <laughs> you know, I'm happy, sad, uh, affirmed, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, but uh, these this was grief uh, coming through me, and these were grief tears. And I think to Sam's earlier point, knowing that Black people haven't been given given that benefit of the doubt. Uh, hurt me and I started to think about Breonna Taylor and Elijah McClain specifically and um, those two lives have not left me since they died Um, out of all the Black people that have been killed um, yeah they specifically have, have hurt me especially Elijah's last words um I say that they haunt me and they do um I think about them often and um as I saw more and more videos come out and saw the restraint that the police officers had towards people literally storming the most, one of the most secure buildings in our country.
2: Allegedly one of the most secure. Yeah,
1: well, clearly, I mean, clearly it wasn't, so it's not even allegedly. Yeah, clear. and, uh, <laughs> that clearly. And not a white people, bro. It's broke. not. Clearly. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> abracadabra, open open. Look, session. When,
2: I'm just saying when we was there trying to protest in George Floyd, they made sure it was never mind.
1: Hey, you're right. And um and so seeing uh the care that uh the Capitol Police had for some of the individuals, seeing a white woman walked down the stairs out of the building. Uh, hand-holding one of the officers, seeing the selfies. And all I could think as I prayed and cried was, I wish that Elijah had been able to meet the police with this level of restraint and care and love. And um, it hurt me. I, it still hurts me. Um, I just, seeing naked white supremacy on display and through a multitude of videos hurts my soul, knowing that if I meet the police um, in my city, uh, I will not be given that same benefit of the doubt. And um, that hurts me. And so honestly, my soul is pierced. I I, I think knowing that P- to Sam's earlier point too is people were able to go have a cup of coffee afterwards they were able to fly home they were able to do i mean a dude grabbed a a podium and walked out of there i mean people had paramilitary gear zip ties i mean it was (laughs) yo yeah it was wild so i've been sitting with that and sitting with every video i've been every video that has continued to release has been continuing to be released I've I've made myself sit with the video and commune with God and like view, the horror and the terror. Um, there's something about that that I feel like I have to commune with God in, um, mm-hmm. and not just move past it or become numb to it. So that's me.
2: Oh man! Um, so for me, uh, first I you when you I saw your post, Rob, and when you mm-hmm. posted those Elijah McCain words. Elijah McLean words um when he said um I'll change who I am that broke me yeah. because he was willing to give up his own identity to be given a chance yeah. you know what I'm saying like he was willing yeah. and for me like if I were to say that that would be like me saying I'll stop being black And so like that right there, and I read that to my wife, bro, and we both had a moment where it was just like, it was surreal. You know what I'm saying? For a a person to be under such distress mentally, physically, you know what I'm saying? To say, like, I'll change who I am. Like, I'll stop being me if you just relax just a little bit, just ease up, and I'll stop be. I'll stop being me. I'll be who you want me to be if, if you just relax. And that's terrible, you know what I'm saying, that anybody would have to come to that. So I'm sorry, that was uh, uh, a side um, thing, because that kind of moved me. No, you're good. Uh, but as far as where I've been um, since then, man, I, I, I've had to stop watching videos that aren't funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I, I've I really had to uh, just for my own mental health, yeah, uh, and and my own heart really, yeah, too. Um, I've been doing a lot a lot of praying, uh, a lot of physical work uh, because I tend to get, for me, I feel like I get good quality time with God um, when I'm doing something with my hands. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been doing a lot of a lot of physical work uh, around here and uh, just been praying it out because. Um, there are people that I love that would have been given the same opportunity that those people were given that are white Um, I'll just say that like there are people that I absolutely love that are white and I can't bring myself to feel like I just gotta hate you now you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. I I don't that's not loving my neighbor that's not that's not being consistent with what I want to see from community like as a community white people yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, So really just trying to. There's this sort of like how long, God, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I'm not going to lie. Like there was a moment where I was like, Lord, if you just come back, <laughs> if you come back right now, like everything will be so much better. Right. And I know I don't have to worry about my kids future. I don't have to worry about my sons. And how they might be perceived in society, because jesus came back and it's all good you know what i'm saying so i've had a roller coaster of emotions but i'm in a much better place
0: place. one important i'm I'm gonna try to hit this one quick one important aspect you just brought up you said you had to avoid the videos for your mental health um and you specifically said videos that aren't funny (laughs) and i was sitting there like Literally in tears laughing at a couple of points that cause because people was really cutting up. And I think it's important to recognize that a lot of those jokes, I won't say all of them, but a lot of them come from a place where we have to laugh to keep from crying. Because Absolutely. sitting there meditating on those events, like it becomes easy. Like I was sitting there incredulous, like the the unmitigated audacity. And then in the aftermath, all of the stuff that people came at at, at Black Lives Matter protesters and all that for doing and saying in the aftermath of oh you can't judge all of the people there by the actions of a few. They're doing the same thing about people who literally tried to overthrow the government. Mm. And for the record, this is not the first time that a crew of white supremacists has fought the federal government in the history of this nation. It's the the third or fourth time off the top of my head that I can think of. (laughs) But sorry. Yeah,
1: no you're fine. Yeah Yeah, I think it's (laughs) it's helpful to to give the context and the false equivalency with the Black Lives Matter uh, oh, <laughs> um, man, man. protests, and then um, white supremacists under the direction of our president of the president of the United, the United States. States. Oh my God! Is Storm that what it. he
2: meant when he said "stand by"?
1: No. So oh. what's what's oh. interesting? I'll say this: um, if you watch uh, the rally, oh, the rally that happened that morning. It's chilling, I mean, because I saw uh, President Trump speak, I saw uh, Junior speak, and I saw Rudy Giuliani speak, and they stirred up that whole crowd. Absolutely. I mean, but on
2: day, but days before on Twitter, he was encouraging people. Yes, to show he up was too.
1: encouraging
0: that. Oh, so, no, for yeah, the last was, four years, he yeah, said yeah, time yes, and yes. time again, they're like, oh, if I don't get my way, there'll be people in the streets. He's,
1: yeah. <laughs> and so listening to Giuliani said, uh, he said, we should have trial by combat.
0: That's what the man said.
2: Well, he can Sir. come see, he could pull up because yes. I'm ready. So, Trump himself
1: so said that he you not one so, with, with weakness. Yeah, yeah, so when you say, That's crazy that we're gonna go down the street and tell sitting senators what we think. And then you have consistent inflammatory messages, knowing that there are white supremacists in the crowd. And then Giuliani uses combat language to people who clearly were combat ready. (laughs) Um, I mean, ready, (laughs) I mean. Ready, ready. I mean, to the point that people had bombs in their cars, so they found bombs too. So I, mm. I, I it, it's a mess. It's a whole mess.
0: <laughs> like if if you if you are okay and, and don't see any level of culpability in what he's done, like the gulf between us is so large. I, I had to start blocking people in real life, like not just like on social media, like, nah, we just can't be cool no more because if you can't hold that responsible, I can't trust your judgment in matters of significance that do affect us. Thanks. Somebody even tried to tell me like, oh, like what if somebody accused your father of murder or rape? And I was like, hold on, why are you being so ridiculous in this instance? Like, why are you breaking your back to excuse this foolishness? And why why do we know each other? <laughs>
1: yeah, and, and another thing, A lot of these people that are going hard for, uh, that's not what he meant. They've been saying that for the past four years in increasing measure. So literally for four years and even before that, we have been misunderstood. We've been told that we are not hearing things correctly when it's clear as day for literally four years.
0: Gaslighting. Gaslighting at its
1: peak. And then so now to literally hear these words And the immediate aftermath is people dying in the Capitol building. And then to hear again, well, I mean, it's not what you think, it's not what, okay. So if this is not what we think, then we're not even living on the same planet, Mm.
0: y'all. That's that's it, that's it. And And then the immediate cries for healing and unity that came afterwards, like, wait, 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 we are skipping. Several steps, concert What, 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 what are we healing from? Be pacific, please. I mean, I need you to. Well, I need you to. <laughs> he,
2: here's my issue because when you want to jump to unity, now you're talking about reconciliation. Yeah, and you haven't even acknowledged conviction yet. Uh, right, say so that,
1: Sam. Say I need that. you
2: to it. I need you to be convicted, right, of this foolishness, all of the, this uh, Christian nationalism. Um, and that's the, that inconsistency in the church is really killing me, because how you going to act like character don't matter, but character matters everywhere else, except for anyway. But conviction. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we can worry about making uh, reconciliation uh, along the way. Right. Yep. That ain't immediate. That's along the way.
1: No, I agree with you. And let's be clear. One, you can't be reconciled if you were never together in the first place. That's one Two, um, Like people jump to Christ for unity when it fits their narrative in their timeline. We don't do unity. We don't do reconciliation until you're right. There's the conviction, there's the truth telling, and then there's the repentance and acts of repentance leading Unto restoration, reconciliation, your point, Sam. So I agree with you. And it's in that order. We're not Mm -hmm. doing unity before truth telling. That part. So if you want to say, hey, let's hold hands, let's move past this. Why are you, right? No, that we've done that another time in U.S. history.
2: Brother, you need to wash that blood off your hands first, and then we can hold them.
1: Exactly. It's when you try to free the slaves without truth telling, without the conviction you talked about, without acts of repentance, and we just try to move along. Did that work? What was the fruit of that? No, it was hundreds of years of strife and the black women and men getting their face kicked in. Mm -hmm. So no, we're not doing that. Yeah, literally. literally. So we're not doing that again. Hey, oh there was just a little coup attempt last week what yeah. some light just, just a little
0: <laughs> y'all tripping
1: yeah. stop the finger pointing stop hey, the
2: we went a little cool cool for coco yeah. yeah.
1: it's some light it was just a normal wednesday the so line was let, let's move long. along I'm
2: good now <laughs>
0: yeah. that's the here's the here's the other the other thing that Oh, it's, it's kind of funny to me, and it's it's not gonna sound pastoral or nothing when I say this. So, Father, forgive me. Oh but what makes you think we want to be unified with you? Like, what did the, 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 the the arrogance and the vanity of you to just assume that? Oh, come on, let's let's come back together. Like, no, stay stay there for a moment because you don't smell right. Like this this is not this is not cool. This is not Gucci. And maybe we need some time apart. Maybe maybe there's that.
1: <laughs> That's. <laughs> That's excellent pastoral advice. I don't know why people are goofy. When you do something like <laughs> have racists running the show, running through the running through the six, and you also have an attempted overthrow of the government, and you also support someone who's proven to be um, no, nah, I was about to use some other adjectives problematic. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right let and me, then, let you get you say, out. then you say hey talking about this feels divisive oh then I'm doing my job you should feel divided because mm. you're not welcome over here mm. Mm. in the same sense if I try to rob Trey's house and he puts up a barrier I feel divided I belong <laughs> in there sir get you it, don't belong in wild. here <laughs> You should feel like an outsider. You should feel alienated. This toxic form of colonizer, uh, Christ- Christianity and theology has you trying to unify with people who have proven themselves to be demonic and alienating the people who are in the margins, who Jesus told us to unify with and to glorify his name.
0: Right. So
1: no divisiveness is a okay. When you're doing the works of d- darkness
0: you hear me like do do you hear me do do, do you think it's a coincidence do you think jesus was joking do you think he was uh, jk guys when he said that do not think that i came to bring priests but a sword like hold on we got to take these all these scriptures in context i don't even believe in proof texting like that but did did, did he not say that for a reason (laughs) when he says that like no exactly is is dope and i and and community but like y'all know my heart for for building community and and bridging those sorts of gap like y'all know my heart for that but at the same token i'm not interested in cheap unity the the unity like that that's going to expire as soon as the the warranty is unity
2: or, will not be centered around whiteness it's not gonna happen period so you're, you're gonna have to speak. move off of your spot and that look hmm. i'm if if you are white and you are listening to this you are going to have to shift some of your positions and that just is what that is and, and it, it sounds direct and straightforward and you might not like it but that just is what that is because you have mm-hmm. to understand that some of some of those fundamental christian beliefs that you hold near and dear to your heart are centered around western ideologies and that's where christian yeah. right white supremacy that's where christian nationalism come from and you yeah, got to yeah. face those you know you just and that that just is what that is
0: here. Yeah, and I need I need to speak because you I, I like how you said that directly like yo if you're white this is what it is and I know a couple of y'all listening and some some it might be a couple of haters listening just cause um because of that one goofy who left the one star review knowing you just mad like that's that's <laughs> nonsense but anyway but but you hear that and you think <laughs> reflexively like oh why do black people not have to move first and foremost you don't recognize that our life is like moving <laughs> to, off of positions like hold switching hello. Yeah, it's is an actual thing. Secondly, <laughs> this podcast is called Three Black Men. It is what it is. Like you're gonna hear us talk on something. Um, and mm-hmm. and then and then finally, the re- we're not saying that, oh, you come off your positions to, to meet us at our position. This whole reality that we live in is one of trying to 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 assimilation is a word for a reason, right? Like it's been a lot of our story and our trajectory, whether we want it to be or not, what right. we're saying is unity cannot be us trying to become more like you. No, you have to come up off that because the unity that you're really describing is oppression, it's marginalization, Dead and that's more. something that, like, it's it, it, we. We done with that, like, it's, and I'm, it's done I'm for. glad.
2: I'm glad you clarified that, Trey, because I'm not saying that now you need to assimilate to black culture. That's not what I'm saying at all. Oh, I it's wasn't trying exact, to see no
0: clarification it, at all. You said what you said, bro. Like, well, but I, I'm saying, like, yeah, it, I didn't. Clarified.
2: I don't want it to be. Yeah. I don't want it to be misconstrued as that because yeah. I wasn't saying that. I think what you said is uh, sounds to me what I was alluding to, like, come off of uh, the white supremacy angle, not not be like black people, but. Yeah. You just stop before, stop expecting us to assimilate into embrace. Yeah, ways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. please
0: don't try to be like black people. Let's upsetting me and my homies. Like
1: <laughs> Truly, seeing that, seeing that version of where the money for was real without
2: I'm and, homies, by the way, um, <laughs>
1: so real quick as we, end, I want to give a short uh nugget of where do you think we go from here? What are your thoughts? Cause we're not through even the fallout from these events. So give us a nugget, um, for the listeners of where do we go from here?
0: Mm -hmm. Um, all right, so this this podcast is called Three Black Men, Theology, Culture, and the World Around Us. I'm, I'm not going to hit on too much of the theology in this moment because that's how I view the world, but in terms of culture and the world around us, first and foremost, um, there's a big debate going on right now as to whether they're going to invoke the 25th or impeach the president with only 10, 11 days left in his term and what that means, and if it's worth all that trouble and everything. I think that that's going to dominate the next at least three weeks of news headlines, like even after inauguration. How do we handle Donald? Trump. So the immediate answer to the question is, where do we go from here? It's trying to figure out how strong of a message we want to send to this man. Yeah. After that, there's this whole like go of, OK, so Trump got kicked off Twitter and then dang near every, every other social media platform. People are like, oh, they're censoring conservatives. I'm like, OK, if you need Stop to conserve, if you need to conflate conservatism with like actual sedition. Maybe it's, it's time for a reckoning, and I think that's the main thing right here. Like, where we go from here is reckoning, truth telling, like saying that some 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 people fell away because I recently said publicly that we need like the GOP needs to die, and I'm not a partisan. Like, I'm not registered with any part of like political party, but from an objective standpoint, I don't see anything redeemable about that party. If you think there is some conservative ideology worth saving, then y'all need to find a way to repackage that as something else because the GOP leaders, the Republican Party, what they stand for, the the, the Republican National Convention just went and reaffirmed all of Trump's people and reconfirmed that their leadership in the party. Like, no, we need to have a national reckoning as to the people that we are currently trusting to work out in our government together. Is this something sustainable? or beneficial for this nation as we know it. And also we need to stop this nonsense about us being the leaders of the free world because if the United States, saw what the United States was doing in the United States. They would send troops into the United States to restore democracy, right? <laughs> so no, reckoning is feel... where we at. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, for me, I, I, I'm more concentrated on the theology part. So that's interesting. Um, I, you know, analyzing that there is spiritual formation and theology at work That uh, that is the underpinnings for Trumpism, right? And um, there's something sick in our nation that spiritually forms uh, people to subscribe to whiteness and white supremacy. It forms their being, it shapes their inner person it mars their their god-given imago dei in in mm. the, in because white people are beloved of god i want to say that clearly beloved of god their their culture is beloved of god white supremacy is toxic mm. it it kills everything it touches and so people shaped in white supremacy grow up with beliefs about the world themselves and about god that are toxic and then they grow up to be people who storm the capitol building Mm. They become people who can shoot into Breonna Taylor's home with no remorse. Ooh. They become people who can uh, step on George Floyd. And so where do we go from here? It's we need to take a good, hard look at spiritual formation that centers around whiteness, community that centers around whiteness. And we need to divest from that. I think that's the real only way forward because what we see at work is discipleship doing its job. Ooh, the fullness of the the discipleship man. model in many churches leads to what we saw there. I and you, the way that you know that, Robert. How do you? How can you say that? They were singing worship songs. Ooh, the cross ooh. was in in the place. The the Star Spangled Banner was being sung. Those people were not Antichrist. In their mind, they were walking out the fullness of their beliefs. Mm, And so if we don't uh, analyze the theological underpinnings that give way to that, that are in many of your churches. A lot of y'all pastors was there while you (laughs) planned. Your your pastor was in the place Um, and then had a coffee and read his Bible afterwards and saying how great is our God. And so and if it we came don't preach y'all and came and preached the next Sunday, like don't we love them? So if we don't divest from that and analyze that, I don't see unity happening in the next hundred years. I don't see it. Uh, I'm so glad
0: that, I went before you, Rob. I'm I'm so glad. Man, so listen, glad. just go ahead and play Good
2: the, up, the music. Cue the music out. It's been real, y'all. Three black men.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but no, really, Sam. No,
2: seriously. Stuff? Um uh, thoughts. So, I guess for me, culturally, I think a lot has to change, uh, and that's kind of where I get stuck because I think there's an underappreciation. I think there's a misinterpretation, and I think there's a a, a just a flat out chasm in between how theology and cultural culture intersects. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think that's a, a really a lot of what, Rob, you just said, way better than I'm about to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but things like, um, so I'm reading this book, uh, We Have Believed. And one of the things to talk about, the, the cultural implications that we still need liberation from are um, when things are dark or dreary, anything that has to do with Black is undesirable. Um, you know, it, a, a black lies is, is worse than a white lie. Yeah. Um. So there there are things that we still uh, psychologically, as a as a culture, as as Americans, as Western culture, and honestly, probably in the world, really, um, that association with um not feeling good or um being scared with darkness. And so I think that still drives home that my dark skin invokes fear in other people.
0: Because we now have a Patreon, which Patreon. I want to encourage each and every one of y'all to, to visit at uh, patreon.com slash three black men. Uh, think through it, pray through it ask god uh, um, if, if he would have you partake in this work that we're doing because on top of some bonus content here we have uh some blog pieces going up there's going to be some devotional content coming out and i want to encourage you guys um to visit that patreon patreon.com slash three black men go watch and, um, my
2: kids ruin my videos go ahead watch,
0: watch them. <laughs> them them babies ain't want nothing man As a matter of fact there's more people gonna sign up to, to see them babies how about that
1: bro <laughs>